Liana Mill is globally helping successful adults who struggle in life or love to create the life they desire and have the love they deserve. In today's episode, let's chat with her on an interesting topic, how to go from business stress to success using the mindset for success. Sounds interesting, isn't it? This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the guiding voice for a better future. Folks, I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And through the Guiding Voice, we enable successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into our podcast than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we are extremely pleased to have Rihanna, part of the Guiding Voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Rihanna, I'm super excited to have you here, part of today's conversation and hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice. Thank you, Naveen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pleased to be here. All right. So, pleasure to have you here as well, Rihanna. And now, without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Request you to briefly share your journey. A career journey and the top three things that have helped you so far to be successful in your professional life? Sure. I mean, earlier in my career, I was a model and talent agent at age 26 to 36 years old. And I actually did a lot of modeling myself from age 12 for, since, for 33 years. But I love the business end of helping people reach their dreams and goals. So I had models, singers, actors, dancers, and they were very talented, but they lacked the mindset to know that they could make it. And I opened this school in a town called Erie, Pennsylvania, which was a very small town in uh, our country in USA. And people are there, nobody will go, nobody's going to make it. This is just Erie. Again, the lack mindset. And it was really wonderful working with people from five to actually 85 was my oldest. I had a senior model. She made a ton of money and helping people, you know, reach their dreams in their chosen career. And it was all through learning the mindset for success. Then soon after that, I went back for my triple master's degree in psychology and uh, became a psychotherapist and then certified as a life and trauma recovery coach. Fabulous. And can you share the top three things that have helped you so far to be successful? Like any yes. attributes? Yes. Uh, my father taught me a lesson when I was 16 years old. He goes, "Hun, if you have the seven D's in life, you can do anything. So the first one is decide. Decide what you want to do and put all your time, focus, and attention on that. Second, desire it more than anything else. You have to clear your schedule. You have to really be purpose-driven, goal-driven. And really desire it more than any of the naysayers. You have to be stronger and say, yes, this can work. You have to believe in your dream. Determination. That's the in and day in and day out, working it hard and being determined to get those things together, no matter what comes your way. Dedication um, is the dedication to the project, the, the, each goal. And then eventually that adds up to much success. Devotion is the spiritual devotion and the faith that you can do what it is that you dream of. That's very important. My dad says, dare to dream and dream big, babe. You know, so that was big. You know, take a big dream. Go global was a big dream for me versus just having a local therapy practice. So dream big and go big. And the last one is drive. When it gets tough and you're tired and you're working 13, 14 hour days, Drive keeps you going to finish the project. And when you do all those seven Ds for success, that really works out great. 
The second thing is learning the mindset for success. I studied many masters when I was young. Um, Deepak Chopra, the Dalai Lama, uh, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, you know, their mindset, how did it make them successful? And I was reading those books and listening to cassette tapes when they were out and they track tapes in my car. Every time I drive, I'd be listening to a lesson. So invest in education, time and money. And then the last is, you know, understanding how past childhood trauma can give you these lack messages or fear-based negative messages that you can't do something and being dedicated to overcome that. And that is my specialty area today where I work with people's mindsets to heal from these negative fear-based messages that came up as a child and or in a love relationship and then teach them to create the life they desire and to have the love that they deserve. Wow, that is so profound, Rihanna. Now let's talk about uh, this work relationships and how they impact love relationships and can we improve both of them? Oh, yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot to go into there, Naveen. Um, there are 10 childhood traumas that I explain, but uh, there's a free quiz on my website, rihannamilne.com, that you can take it once we identify what are the 10 traumas that you have in your life. Then I look at what's going on in your life today and where someone would be suffering or staying stuck. And I put the puzzle pieces together. So just some examples in a love relationship, if there's jealousy or control, you usually had trauma number seven, which is personal trauma. So you might've been bullied or felt different, uh, could have been cultural or racial coming out as LGBTQ teen, you know, just feeling different and not accepted. It could have been you identified as, you know, learning issues, ADHD in the school. So you just felt different. You didn't feel good enough. And that combined with trauma number two, which is verbal messaging. So let's say there was a lot of yelling in your household and you didn't hear the words, I love you, or I'm proud of you. Great job. I see what you're doing. You're working hard. And I see that. And I'm proud of you. If you didn't hear messages like that, and instead you heard, uh, you know, change your clothes, you look fat in that, or I'm not sending you to college, I wouldn't waste my money on that. Those are put down messages. So those combined with trauma seven can lead to jealousy of control of an adult's love partner, because they don't feel good enough to have that that partner. Something else, another example a lot of women do is what we call people pleasing. You know, they'll, they'll over-please their partner. For example, when a couple came to me, the woman says, I do everything for my husband and my kids, and they don't appreciate it. I never feel love. And the husband said, well, I didn't tell you to do all those things. But she learned as a child, let's say she had the alcoholic father who was very demanding and difficult. If I overly please and be the good little girl, then I will get his love. So that carries over to what we call normalized behavioral patterns in their adult life. And that can, you know, it's just a stretching a boundary. So we have to teach them new boundaries and new ways to communicate their needs, wants, and desires. Someone that's angry all the time, they usually grow up with angry parents or watch those anger patterns. So there's 24 different combinations. That's just a small sample. So definitely it's a time to visit your site and I'm going to publish the details in the show notes as well. It's rihannamil.com. All right. Moving on, uh, Rihanna, let's talk about the self-doubt aspect because self-doubt again leads to lower self-esteem and 
indirectly yes. impact success as well right so why yes. people have this self doubt i think can we call it as imposter syndrome that is the popular term uh, that we, yes uh, imposter syndrome happens with our actors models singers dancers they work very hard to get to a certain level then they reach it and then they end up self sabotaging because deep down they don't think they deserve it from those childhood messages that uh, can come from like i said trauma 2 trauma 7 and then there might be something like a uh, sibling trauma trauma 8 where your brother or sister was the golden child the star athlete or the more handsome or beautiful one you know or the parents gave them more time and attention or it could be a lack mindset that came from trauma number 9 which is family trauma so if you grew up with a lot of lack in your neighborhood you grew up in a lot of dangerous area or the family was always struggling over lack of money you know getting a huge sum when you're just doing like acting and you're like well that's not a big deal how much how come I'm making this much money the disconnect can lead to imposter syndrome that inner unconscious thought i don't deserve this or this is too much money for me you know because they grew up with lack and lack messages so it's all tied to the past messages or behaviors that went home in in your home or even in your school you know around your peer set now uh, maybe you can shed some light here on how to boost or build the self esteem so that we can be success yeah, you can achieve success all the mindset tools and there's many of them that being i basically describe a, a rainbow it's like you can't change what you don't know or understand so everybody on my client started at one end of the rainbow and had this big learning curve and practicing and then by the time they get it you know they're sliding down into the pot of gold they get it their whole life changes their careers are more successful they have more loving kind relationships and more spiritually based um they know how to raise their kids with this mindset so their kids are successful too so it's just living in more conscious awareness so one example for example the yin yang symbol okay uh the the one white paisley we call living in the light And there's a little dark dot which we call our challenges and challenges are supposed to come in Buddhism we call this the earth school so we're supposed to have challenges so we don't even call a failure a failure we call it feedback oh okay that didn't work so that's a challenge i'm supposed to expect that challenges will come in my work not everything i put out there will work that i try so what can i do plan a then plan b then plan c when we think outside of the box and we have more of a what can i do attitude now if you're living on the dark side which is the dark paisley with a white dot this is where fear negativity anger moodiness anxiety depression everything that's dark and doesn't feel good lives in the dark side the little white dot represents that we have the power to go live in the light whenever we want to get to the other side but there's a bridge in between which is mindset okay so on the dark side again this is uh something happens to you you go into victim mode like i can't do that or why that happened to me why me you know so that is staying stuck in victim mode so we call that the unconscious side and living in the light is the conscious side we call living in the dark side reactive in the light it's proactive you're thinking of what you can do um there's negative fear based thoughts on the dark side in the light it's positive and love based decisions and choices and you know in the dark side this is where people feel stuck 
They're afraid to say yes to new challenges and opportunities. So they say no all the time. And then they stay stuck in their fear and they don't grow in business as they would want to. And if you're living in the light, you say yes to most all your opportunities. And you look at how can I serve and get my passion and purpose out there and help others. And in turn, it helps me. So it's it's a really beautiful way to live. We just call it living in the light. That's one mindset lesson. So my people are always monitoring, you know, is this a love-based thought and decision or is it fear-based? Then what they have to do is cap and correct it, the negative thought. Mm -hmm. And, you know, through practice and training and all the other tools that I teach, then they learn to be a more positive and conscious awareness. And through my clinical trauma training, this takes four to six months working with me as a coach to get that mindset turned around because the unconscious messages and the behavioral norms are really strong. So it takes time. But it's amazing what happens to your life once you got it. And you never go backwards. Like nobody's there. Okay, I'm going to live back in fear again. It's like, no, once you've got this, your whole life takes off. That's amazing. And thanks for beautifully explaining that yin-yang concept. Wonderful. Let me move on to my next question. Our life is full of choices. And at times, uh, in case if things don't go well, we retrospect and we say, okay, we could have chosen a different option by then. Right? So... In this context, what are the best ways to make wise choices so that we can achieve lifelong success? Okay, real simply, this is one of our mindset tools. We call it the stop method. You have five fingers. So it's like you ask yourself, first of all, you have to slow down all your decisions. The questions you ask, is this good for me, the man or the woman? Second, is it good for the one I love, meaning your partner? Is it good for my children and my extended family? So this choice will not hurt them or embarrass them in any way. Number four, is it good for good for me in the job and my reputation on the job and in the community? And number five is if in doubt, go without. Without writing it, saying it, speaking it, doing it, just stop. And all my clients meditate every day, at least 15 minutes. And I say, put it into your meditative prayer. You know, at the end, you ask, dear God, dear divine, what is it you want me to know? If you have a question, put it there and just sit on it and see, you know, if all these, you know, things are met. This is good for you and others. So it's one of our spiritual concepts that we don't do anything that would harm the other. So it's, again, a conscious practice that people just, you know, most people, eight out of 10 people don't live consciously. They just do what they want when they want. And if there's consequences, oh, well, you know, our people learn to live very consciously aware. Simple statements, but very profound. All right. So moving to my next question, uh, it's more about creating the life we desire, right? Is it really possible? Well, the first thing is you have to heal the past childhood or any love relationship trauma. A lot of my singles, when they come to me, they break up or they go through a bad divorce and then they go back out there to date with all these wounds and not understanding really what happened. And some people say, well, I'll take time. And then they just sit around and watch TV, but that's not doing the healing work and getting the real skills that you need from research in psychology about what is an emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious partner. And evolved means there's two people being their highest and their best selves. And from all my research that I've done on healing childhood trauma and love trauma, 
there are, you know, five things that make a, a healthy relationship. But the top one was two spiritually based individuals, two evolved people with solid mood management who love their lives, who are living with purpose and have great goals and are good people. But those from trauma attract those from trauma. So this is what causes these very explosive relationships. So that's the first one. And then learn and practice the mindset skills, you know, because that is what, again, keeps us in a healthy, conscious way of being and living. And when you're spiritual, you're that way 24-7. So I'm not talking religion where you have to go to a service one hour a week. You know, it's like, who are you? How do you think? Who are you being? 24-7. Great insight so far. And here comes my next question. How can we inculcate success mindset? How can you learn it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have many books out. Actually, I just wrote book number nine. But one of my books is called Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose and Success. And it's the sister book of Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve. And they're called sister books. They're meant to go together. Because if you have a great mindset, but you don't know the tools on love, you know, you may not still attract toxic partners from your past dynamics. So, you know, you have to be educated in both love and mindset. And the first 60 pages are free on my website. So, you know, you can download them and enjoy them. Um, but that is the book that also talks about, you know, career success and helping. There's a par- parental chapter there for parents to raise, you know, kids that are consciously aware. And some people will be like, well, what does that mean? So here's an example. When my daughter, Alexi, who's soon to be 39, was five years old and sitting in front of the TV, she saw Save the Children commercial of the kids in Africa. And she goes, mom, I want to go save those kids one day. And some parents would say, oh, that's nice and just brush it off. I'm like, babe, that's really a great goal. I believe you can do that. That's fabulous. And at 20, she and her best friend had a contact with the U.N., they went over to Tanzania, Africa, and today there's 21 freshwater wells in Africa. She's also was became a singer. She sings on three multi-platinum CDs. So at age 15, she goes, Mom, I want to be a singer. And that was the time of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera in the U.S., these pop stars, you know, that were coming up. I said, well, then let's set our goals to do that. And the world aligned. And I happened to meet one of the top pop artists in Miami when I was there. He picked her up a week later. She's at the Teen Choice Awards as his next artist. From there, she goes into a TV hosting position. You know, so she thought she would like TV more. And then from there, now she's a global coach. Her name's Alexi Panos. And, you know, she's a multimillionaire coach. So if you teach your children to believe in whatever it is their dreams are and not say, oh, that's stupid, you know, like give them the confidence that they can believe and do whatever it is they desire. That's why I love working in the schools, Naveen. I was a trauma counselor in the schools as well, kindergarten all the way through college. So, you know, kids that didn't feel like, oh, I'm not good in math or they were bullied and they just didn't feel good enough. Like I did all these positive behavioral techniques to raise their self-esteem and start believing in themselves and learning how to make friends and negotiating through their communications, you know, with kids because they weren't taught that at home. So it's ideal, of course, if they can get that at home from their parents' lessons. But if they don't, we need this kind of presence in our schools globally. 
yeah. to help kids grow up to be more emotionally healthy, conscious, and evolved. That's a fabulous example of your own daughter. Anything and everything is possible. All you have to do is just work towards it. And uh, I think probably your motivation might have uh, paved the way for sure. And thanks for sharing such a wonderful, wonderful example. All right. So, Rihanna, this has been a fabulous conversation, but let's spice up the episode. I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round wherein you can crisply answer them. Are you okay with that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me fire the first bullet. What is your childhood fantasy? It was really to live in Florida, where I live now, in Palm Beach County, and to um, travel the world. And I've been doing a lot of that pre-COVID, and I hope to start that back up again. Awesome. And now, can you share the best piece of advice that you have received so far? No, well, my dad taught me at age 16, babe, if you have the seven Ds for success, you can do everything. And I teach that to my clients, my kids, my students. And they all really relate to that message. It's an easy one to remember. Moving on to the next one. Uh, can you share one life-changing incident that changed your perspective? Yeah. When I encountered my second love trauma, I had to stop and question what is going on? Why am I attracting people that are harmful? And I didn't understand it. We did not learn about childhood trauma. That term was not mentioned at all in my triple masters of psychology. I actually went to seven therapist friends of mine because I'm a therapist and they didn't know how to help me. They didn't know what was wrong with my partner. But what that was the research that I uncovered that is now helping people around the world change their life and find emotionally healthy relationships. So that was that life changing incident because you can't change what you don't understand. So I had to heal myself. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is so important. I have to take this message to the world. Oh, great. And uh, let's move on to the next one. If you are given an option to choose between invisibility or super strength, which one would you go for? It would be a super strength of empowerment, which is psychological strength, mindset strength, because it just changes everything. <laughs> yeah. That was spot on. All right. Let me find the last one. What is one electronic gadget or technology that you'd like to see or invent yourself? I would like to be the first global trauma recovery coach in the metaverse. Wow. <laughs> so if any of the listeners know how to do that, give me a buzz, RihannaMilne.com. You know, <laughs> I think it would be really amazing because some people are so shame-based around trauma mm. and that way they could be an avatar and I could be an avatar and, you know, we can do that anywhere in the world. So that could be fun. Absolutely. And I think that will uh, definitely come true because the metaverse is again taking a huge, uh, I would say it, it, it's it's already making good progress, and we will find yeah. a lot of apps and all, right? Yeah, yeah, they come to be in my lifetime, so I think that would be amazing <laughs> to be uh -huh. a part of. That. Yeah, that was a great rapid fire round and a lot of inspiration to derive. And uh, let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation, Rihanna. What will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives? You can pick either of them. You know, just don't wait. You know, today is the day. Start. Just take the first step. You know, if you don't 
know what to do and you recognize that you have some childhood trauma, just get the free resources on my website. It's rihannamilne.com. There's a 32-page ebook that goes into the correlations between childhood trauma and success in life, love, and business. So get the free ebook. It's called How to Have the Love You Deserve. Get the book downloads. Do the four free love tests. So just get educated. And then if you find that you're struggling, reach out to me. You would work directly with me. And, uh, you know, now's the time to create the life you desire and have the love you deserve. We only get one round at this, guys. So don't wait. Awesome. Fabulous. Yeah, great conversation. And thank you so much, Rihanna, for being part of the show. Thank you for the wonderful conversation. Really appreciate you taking time for us. having me i hope it was helpful to our listeners today. indeed indeed and pleasure to host you riana so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us already please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from also if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice just like you are all right now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode See, today we spoke about success mindset and especially when you wanted to achieve success in an organization, we get to work along with a lot of team members and all. So I'm going to cover a topic around the team size. So do you know what is the right team size? And as per a research, it says that good things come in small packages. So the ideal team size is between four and nine. And uh, a time of this size can move quickly, make decisions rapidly and get stuff done with remarkable productivity. Because the larger the team size, it produces more and more communication hurdles, whereas smaller teams enjoy more fluid and spontaneous communication. Interesting, isn't it? That's all for today. But before I let you go, folks, if you have any topic recommendations or speaker suggestions or any feedback, Reach out to me through social media or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com. I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye bye.